It's a day from Sunday school that I'll always remember. I was about seven years old. It was the first and second grade Sunday school class. And I remember sitting on the floor of the church classroom. And it was always fun when we got to sit in a semicircle for Bible story time. We had all just completed kindergarten in public school the year before. And now in Sunday school class, we'd usually be sitting at a table with chairs, but during Bible story time, we got to sit on the floor on the carpet. So I remember we were in a semicircle and the teacher stood in front of us and read about Jesus from the Bible. And Jesus was speaking against divorce. Now my own parents had divorced a few years earlier, so my ears perked up. We lived in a mainly Roman Catholic town and nobody's parents got divorced. My friend's dad was sent away by his wife to work in Australia, but they did not divorce. My family, however, was Lutheran, and so our religion allowed divorce. And we had been supported by the church through a difficult time of my parents' separation and divorce. So imagine my concern to hear a Lutheran Sunday school teacher talk about Jesus being against divorce. Our Sunday school teacher by this time had moved on to another topic, but being the outspoken person that I am, I waved my hand and said, teacher, teacher, teacher. And when she called on me, I said to her, my parents are divorced. And without missing a beat, the Sunday school teacher said, oh, Jesus wasn't talking about your parents and continued on with the Bible lesson. Best Sunday school teacher ever. Even now with a seminary education, with a master's degree, with years of experience as a pastor and children of my own, I still think that was the best response. Jesus wasn't talking about your parents. It's like she said, the Bible is not a weapon to make you feel terrible about yourself and your family. We know what you've been through. Jesus loves you and so do we. I think the Sunday school teacher read from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, this passage from today's Gospel in Matthew. In this part of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus makes extreme statements way beyond what people had been taught. And now Jesus was speaking to men because it was 2,000 years ago. It was a crowd of people, but a lot of the rules and laws he was talking about applied only to men. Jesus said, you have heard you shall not commit adultery, but if you divorce your wife, you cause her to commit adultery. The reality was, 2,000 years ago, that wealthy, successful men could cast off a wife anytime they wanted. They could get a certificate of divorce, so everything was clean and legal, and they would feel self-righteous. Meanwhile, the woman would remain destitute, sometimes homeless, begging at the gate. Now, according to Roman society, women could divorce men, but in this religious community that Jesus was speaking to, the certificate of divorce was for men to give to women. So Jesus pushes the argument to the extreme. He shows that it's not right to treat women this way. Jesus exposes the self-righteousness for what it is, false righteousness. And Jesus pushes us as listeners to the edge. So we can't feel self-righteous anymore, and we give up on false righteousness. In the movie Parasite, the director 
effectively exposes self-righteousness in much the same way as Jesus does with extreme storytelling. South Korean director Bong Joon-ho mainly shows the life of two families. Now, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen the movie, but there are these two families that are in the center of the story for the movie Parasite. A wealthy, clean family in an expensive home and a very poor, unemployed family living in a cramped basement apartment with poor plumbing and roaches. The wealthy family is quite self-righteous. The father doesn't like how people smell on the subway, and the mother can't remember the last time she took the subway. The poor family, by contrast, struggles just to find food and shelter. They can't always get washed up. They sometimes do smell because of their plumbing going wrong, yet they are extremely resourceful and clever. And by the end of the movie, you wonder who is the parasite, the self-righteous wealthy family feeding off others or the desperate poor family deceiving others just to survive. Just like with Jesus' extreme statements in the gospel, the movie Parasite exposes our self-righteousness. One reviewer said the movie eats the mind. And that's what Jesus was trying to do, eat up our old ways of thinking to make room for new thoughts and new ideas. So how do we move from self-righteousness to God's righteousness? Well, we have to give up. We have to give up trying to be right. Left to ourselves, we're only going to become self-righteous. The true righteousness we have is the dignity that God has given to every human being, no matter where they live, no matter what they smell like, no matter their struggles or comforts in life. And as Christians, Jesus is righteous on our behalf. Jesus invites us to give up on trying to be right so that God can use us for what really matters in life. So let go of old ideas that keep you trapped in self-righteousness and open up to God's new ideas of the good that can be done together with our neighbors in need. Amen.